Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome to It's Your Funeral, the podcast where we interview guests about the most important day of their afterlives. As ever, I'm here with the father of funerals. It's Sam Hammond, a.k.a. at Von Cruz. How are you, Sam? I'm fine. How, why am I the father of funerals? Uh, because it was alliteration and I needed to come up with something quickly. That's poor planning. On your <laughs> As per but usual. You've not done one of these for ages and that's all you come up with. I, apo- I apologize, but I don't mean it. As ever, we want to hear from you guys at home about any weird, funny funeral stories. If you've got anything, please send them to at pod, it's your funeral on Instagram or pod, it's your funeral at gmail.com. That's pod, it's your funeral at gmail.com. But our guest today is radio and television presenter and former band manager, George Lamb. How are you, George? I'm all right. I'm all right. That nice. I'm just looking at the sign. No, uh, no vaping, no smoking, no drinking near equipment. Respect your neighbours. How many of those are we breaking, would you say? Uh, You're drinking near equipment, definitely. Yeah, there is a bit of that. Yeah. Are we lacking professionalism, George? (laughs) No, it feels... I'll tell you what, it's very slick in here, guys. I like it. It's a good... It's a nice spot. It's not ours, but, you know... But whatever, you know, just for the day. You could have pretended, but Sam always... uh, He loves to tell the truth. Mm -hmm. Now, George, uh, I introduced you as radio and TV presenter, but actually, over the last five years, I believe the term we should use in management speak is you've pivoted. I've definitely, what are you I've up definitely to? pivoted. So I started an education program um, called Grow about two and a half, three years ago now. And we we work in schools and we work in communities to promote mental well-being, physical health and, uh, and a more hands-on relationship with a, the with a natural world, basically. So what got you what, what got you into that? What made you start that incredibly impressive, envious, uh, m- well-meaning uh, vocation um you know i think like you know i think like all like everybody at some point you start questioning who you are and why you're here and why we're doing you know what's the point in all of this basically you know and i was quite lucky i i, I kind of did all right commercially when i was young and kind of had a lot of the stuff that uh you know society tells you that all you're conditioned into believing will make you happy and and uh, and i was able to kind of get my hands on that or experience that quite young and and then and then of course it doesn't make you happy, and then mm. you and then so you you start a kind of you know passage of deeper inquiry and and uh, and and I suppose you know like you go through all different every different emotion. There was a lot of kind of despair for humanity, but then in the end you can't just be like, what am I going to be in despair for the next like sixty years? That's miserable, you know. So then you're like, all right, well, 
you know, how do we change things? And, and, and really, if you want to change the system, then you have to, like, education is pretty much the only way you're going to do stuff. And so I decided I was going to get into education. So when you were on TV, every girlfriend I had or friend, they were always <laughs> like, oh, fucking hell, I fancy George Lamb. And now you're actually just a nice bloke as well. You can get fucked, mate. What are you trying to do? <laughs> Say yeah, some girls for the all, rest of it's us. All, it's just a ruse, mate. It's just a ruse, yeah. basically. Yeah. You absolute bastard. <laughs> and is that what you've been uh, plowing your time into during oh, lockdown? hello. I didn't Sorry. even mean that. Hey. I didn't even mean that. Um, in, <laughs> during lockdown, have you been able to keep working on that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we, we, uh, we're piloting a project up at a big school in North London uh, called the Totridge Academy. And we have... Uh, because the universe kind of was shining on us. So I chose that school because my buddy's the head teacher there, um, but also because it had a, a six-acre field adjacent to the school where they weren't doing anything. It's just at the edge. It's like the top of London, so the beginning of the green belt. Mm. And, um, and yeah, and they had this field. They didn't have any money to do anything with it because like every other school, they don't have any money. And, um, and so uh, I, I went there and I was just like, you know, basically, very long story short, it kind of... I, I read a book that a, a friend had written called How Soon Is Now, which is about the kind of ecological mega crisis, which of course now is something we talk about every day because of Greta and XR and all the rest of it. But three or four years ago, you know, like that was, it was kind of fresh to me and, and all that information you'd see on the news, you know, like, you know, 60 harvest left. If the temperature rises 1.5 degrees, we're finished, you know. And all, is all, all that true? I don't know if it's true. I don't, you know, but like, but certainly there seems to be like, you know, kind of like, you know, a lot of the world's smartest people who spent their entire life, you know, like, devoted to figuring out whether it whether we're on course for armageddon are suggesting that we might be and so like i'd rather find out they were i'd rather try and do something about it and then find out they were they were wrong than just you know kind of yeah. you know, march boldly on kind yeah. of yeah well at least you know well, you know just sort of putting it back onto the topic of the podcast when you die you'll be happy that you've sort of done your bit to try and save the world that's Plus, me and Barney will be like, we made a shit podcast that no one listened to. <laughs> I think most importantly, George is our first guest who I think is on his way to a knighthood. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I mean, uh, you, you wouldn't accept, accept it. it. I wouldn't accept no, it. I could see it in your you. face yeah, straight yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no, no, they're racists. Uh, because <laughs> uh, I think the whole system is is flawed. You know, no, like, I'm, I'm not into the, the monarchy. I'm. I'm I yeah, definitely know you're rid. not. I definitely know you're rid. not in the monarchy, mate. <laughs> unless it's unless it's to uh, utilize their image for meme success. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're, you're definitely yeah. you're doing well out of that. That's true. Yeah. I ju also, I just wanted to. I have to bring this up. So as I left my house today, my missus was like, she said to me, she was like, I want you to be very clear with them that it was me who put you on to Vom Cruise because <laughs> I, quote, quote, am the funny one. Thanks, All right? Mrs. Lamb. So, so she's not Mrs. Lamb yet, but she, I mean, she, it, she might I, be one day. Uh, certainly in spirit and 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 like yeah. love levels, but again, I'm, I don't know. Yeah. Neither of us are particularly into marriage well, and yeah, like signing yeah, a contract and all that, that. But yeah, she's obviously um, very funny and likes funny people. Very funny. Well, the irony very is, of funny. course, Sam started this by saying all his female friends fancy you and now it turns out your missus fancies him well, she doesn't so, know me but yeah she might fancy, I'm fancy I'm, a meme. that's where i'm taking so as sam said in keeping with the nature of the podcast i have to ask you i ask all our guests what is your funeral experience george that can mean anything you want it to mean by the way it's a purposely vague question yeah so sam told me i had to think about this today <laughs> so i thought about it a little bit and whilst you were digging some carrots yeah, yeah, well, I was, I wasn't actually. I mean, look, the reality is, I'm not on the farm every day, but I'm, no. I'm certainly involved in, in, in it. And, and uh, are you the Michael Evis of the project? 
<laughs> yeah, I suppose I am the Michael Levis of the project. When we're yeah. doing a festival. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I, I'd quite, le- I definitely want to be cremated, like that's for sure. And, mm. and, um, and I, I'm sure, you know, like. Why? Why? Because, mm. I don't know, I find it, I find it odd to like go into the ground in a, you know, like. I don't know. I believe like like your spirit's gonna leave and you're off mm. into the into the you know fifth dimension and and <laughs> like whatever. Who cares where the carcass goes? And actually, I think it'd be more fun to kind of burn it and share it round and yeah. and and uh, you know I'm sure everybody says the same thing. But I hope I hope they have a big party when I die. And I hope <laughs> I, you know I, I was thinking about. I always had this uh, like oh, not always, but when I was younger, I, I thought a lot about the kind of music from my wedding. Mm. Uh, and I always but you're not now into getting married. Well, so then I wasn't, and now I'm not into getting married. Yeah. So now I'm, I keep thinking, like, what's the point in my life when I'm going to be able to get this lineup? And so uh, this I, playlist. Oh, I, an actual line. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I want to hire Physical. the Gypsy Kings to. Be, they would be like They're the, a lot older than you, aren't they? The Gypsy Kings. Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely, so definitely. De- hopefully, you'll outlive them, mate. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, oh I didn't God, think he's really it, ruined I, the actual. Uh... I didn't think of it like that. I didn't think of it like that. But I, I was. I suppose I kept thinking if I kind of pop my clogs soon, you know, like Christ, if I pop my clogs and I'm really old, who's cu- whoever's around's coming, basically, yeah, you know, right. <laughs> like whoever's left. Uh, but but if it happened now, I would like to get. Uh, I would like to get Gypsy Kings, and then and then also I was going to have EZ was going to DJ, um, and. Uh, and everybody, and then and and then Rodigan was going to do the like the you know the second day, you know when right, you're all yeah. kind of having like lunch or they whatever. Come they come down exactly, yeah. So that was that was my plan. You better die soon then, and you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make sure you're invited. That's a good plan. So you know you want cremation. You want a mini festival. But is there a that sounds more kind of wakey to me, which we'll get to. So is there is there a have you ever fantasized about your funeral? And have you ever thought where it would be? Would you have it? So for instance, I've always thought mine will be in a church, despite the fact I'm not even in the slightest bit religious. Have you ever thought about where you would like this service if there is one to be? Um, <clears throat> and if not, think quick. Yeah. <laughs> so the, like, the, my favorite place uh, or is is a place near where my mum lives, which is is down in uh, like the Black Mountains, just between in England and Wales. And there's this is the beginning of the Black Mountains is called it's called Black Hill, and there's a big flat topped uh, mountain called called uh, the Cat's Back. And like on a good day, it will rival anywhere basically. And so I'd quite like to have it up there, and, and you an know, outdoor do yeah, definitely. Definitely. Nice. Sounds like a very picturesque, romantic place to take girls on a date to me. Uh, I mean, yeah, definitely. You'd be. It's a great date spot. I mean, it's not great if if you get it if you get it the wrong day and the weather's a the weather's <laughs> then you'll horrible, die. Then it's uh, they, you definitely wouldn't be thanked for that. But it's yeah, get okay, it. Okay, so a, a nice day. outdoor service, Sam. Cre- that sounds very good. good as well because if you go to like a country church, when you walk into the churchyard, you always sort of walk up, and it's always like a bit of a mound and a hill, and that's because they're so fucking stacked with bodies. The land's built up as you mm. walk in because they've got like hundreds of years of bodies really? like thousands right. of bodies yeah they you know about 200 years ago they just get rid of all the headstones and stick a load and more in you really know, so so, so so th- those headstones we're seeing that's just that's like a one in five yeah. kind of ratio basically i think so i read this thing and at the end of the day unless you're an important person like really important in about 200 years none of us are going to be remembered cares. are they yeah. are we and our gravestones aren't going to mean anything to someone so if it gets kicked over someone will be like oh, fuck, fuck that to a skip yeah you know yeah. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah i think cremation is a good idea yeah cremation although there's something i mean i'm just playing devil's advocate here but there is something and this isn't necessarily how i want to 
I'm not sure I want to be buried, but the idea of being buried and then me potentially at some point becoming another living thing. There's something egotistical that I enjoy about that. Um, well, like turn into a tree or something. Yeah. Well, you can do that. You know, that's nice. I mean, but yeah, but you still become if your if your ashes still be are minerals and they go into the ground and all the rest of it. Yeah. I mean, there's you know, like what's the difference between the decomposed flesh and yeah. the I carbonized mean, flesh? I'm not suggesting there's any real scientific logic behind oh, okay, it. Just yeah, my yeah. purely my ego yeah. that I could potentially be a tree. Talking of ego, uh, do you know that Nicolas Cage has built? A pyramid tomb for himself in New Orleans. <laughs> this is what endless amounts of cocaine and money do to you. He's built like a pyramid already built, ready for him when he dies. In a graveyard or in a kind of public space? He's or... in a graveyard, but he's like got the biggest plot. He's like, right. you know, it's, it's, it's quite elaborate. I mean, he's, based like, on... he's a very, like, yeah. just from the outside, he seems like a very peculiar man, mm. you know? I mean, based on. On oh, that like, Wogan clip that I've watched time and time again. Have you seen that clip from when he went on Wogan in the late yeah, 80s? Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. He jumps around everywhere and does the splits and all sorts. I it's love really him. a fantastic I love him, moment. but yeah, you know, he's he's an egomaniac. He's an amazing actor, but has done some very odd choices of films. Down there. He's definitely one of those filmmaker, um, actors who does films for art sometimes and then just blatant money films. I like it when he does films that he writes and directs and he's the hero. Which ones has he written and directed? Some really shit ones in the past few years. But then he's done amazing films. Like he did that film Mandy like last year, I think it was, which is incredible. I know it. But there was about five years where he just, he made all the films for himself. And he made, he made like a remake of The Wicker Man, which is a piece of shit. <laughs> it's so bad, yeah. but it's funny because it's him. Yeah. Adaptation is one of my favorite films. Oh, yeah, so good, good film. I actually saw that on my first date with the longest term girlfriend I've ever had. Which one's that? Um, her name's none of your business. <laughs> you might know her. Um, I have to bring it back round to funerals. Uh, George, have you or would you give any thought to who you would invite slash want there at your big day? And who you wouldn't? Want oh, some heads of state, definitely. Uh, <laughs> no, I uh, like free, like open house, man. Like uh -huh. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit like. I mean, I, I I wouldn't want to be presumptuous enough to think that you know there'd be people that desperate to go that I'd have to be shutting them out. You know, there's there's it's a, a bit. It's just a hill. It's a mountain. Yeah, so that if, anyone can go. Exactly. If that's what's happening, you know, that's where it's going to be. That's the time. If you want to get up there and, and get amongst it, you're welcome. And the Gypsy Kings are doing the service. <laughs> the Gypsy Kings will be up there. Okay. What's yeah. their big song? Bumbleyo. Oh, yeah, oh all like, like, I mean, it's endless. Wait, so it's like every summer holiday I've ever been on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, they're the best. Turkey 98. Yeah. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. <laughs> and would your um, coffin be there for this moment before you get um, cremated, obviously? Brought in, are you going open casket, closed casket? Do you have any? Some people, actually, and I'm not sure I brought this up in previous episodes, but some people madly have like their coffins decorated and stuff don't they like you get some bloody football fans who have football club coffins or anything do you want something traditional how do you want it to look what's give me a vision of your of your service with your coffin isn't he so no but you get but you always get burnt after the burn burn me on the hill man big like kind of uh burning like burning man yeah yeah wicker man yeah back to that yeah Yeah, but not the nicholas cage version no no okay well i mean that's pretty so it's just one service burning on the hill People cry. Are people cry? Do you want people to cry? I like, think yeah, there should be some tears. Definitely, yeah. yeah I feel that. Uh, like often, like you cry, and then like uh, I remember I went to my uncle's funeral, and he died way too young, and uh, and like my granny was there, and she was obviously in bits because yeah. she's there, you know, with it, and and like that's not a that's not a nice funeral to be at, you know, no. like they're there. Cause that's real horror pain coming out, you know, and you, that and then she's, happen, she's yeah. going and then we're all going and, and, but like, you know, providing like I've lived a good life and I've, you know, and, and um, I'm not kind of leaving anybody in the lurch or whatever. And, and, uh, I, you know, then of course, you know, a few tears just to remember. And like, I love that guy and he yeah. was great. And didn't we have fun times or wasn't he a pain in the ass or whatever it is, you know? And then, um, and then, and then like kind of, you know, joy, hopefully. I, I, I've been, weirdly, I, I, I've been, I remember going, we, we, when I was really young, we lost, uh, like, one of the girls in our group. She died, like, when we were 18. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and of course, it was, like, it was it was super sad. But, like, afterwards, we all, it was really, it was quite a strange, uh, like, environment. We were, everybody was just sharing stories and like and and you know putting on tunes that she loved and and kind of like we were all we all just kind of carried on as if she was with us and and um that's intense was, uh, when you're that young to deal with that and yeah and, yeah like it must have been a head fuck. yeah it was it was and and what was mad as well like i, I just kind of I, I went to i went to a, like a different sixth form college to everybody from my school and um and uh, all, all the lot I fell in with, who this girl was one of their gang originally, um, they'd already lost someone in in their in their group just before I joined. So like this was the second funeral inside a year kind of thing, and it was and and I don't know maybe they because they had that experience previously they were they dealt with it in a different way. But but yeah, I, I, you know I, as I was coming here, I was thinking about right what funerals I've been to, which ones were all right, which ones were horrific, you know. How do you think losing someone at that kind of formative age affected you? 
Um, I'd be lying if I said she was like my best friend, you right. know, like, like, but like I saw, um, certainly, uh, the, the guy who out of in this, in our group who died just before, uh, I, I met everybody. He was, you know, they were like a tight group of, you know, mm. half a dozen guys and, and, and they lost one of the, um, gang and, 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 uh, and it, you know, like that cuts deep, you know, it's, it's not, um, I, th- I think I think there's a lot of I think we've got a long way to go with uh, learning and talking about death, you know, and that's something we're going to try and broach with Grow the education program I set up. You know, we we like, <clears throat> you know, imagine uh, culturally in the UK we have no relationship with death. We don't talk about it. You know, it's all you know like cloak and dagger. Present, it's not happening, and it's the only you know irrefutable thing that's happening to coming to all of us, and yet we've got no kind of literacy around it, and and. Uh, and and I think if we could actually change that and shift that, I think it would really have a, a like a, a quite a profound effect on the way we live our lives because then you're not you 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 it's, it's not like it doesn't all end in this kind of weird dirty secret that mm. we, we that we don't process properly. Is it a survival mechanism though? So for instance, I think taking COVID as a good example of this, and and I don't know if this is good or bad. I think it probably works on both sides, but you find a way to survive by thinking to yourself it's not affected me directly yet, or in my case, and I'm fortunate, but it hasn't affected me directly yet, so it doesn't feel real. Is that the survival mechanism that humans put on themselves to, to yeah, get but every, through the yeah, day? Yeah, but everybody, you know, you know someone who's died. Mm. Everybody everybody here knows someone who's died, you know, like, and, and, uh, and so, like, I, I get that I get like trying to get around COVID. You know, I'd, COVID didn't feel very real to me. To my next door neighbour died, and one of my best mates is in a coma. Mm. And now all of a sudden, it's very real. You know, so, uh, so, but, and I get that. But just more broadly around death, like we, you know, like other cultures around the world, they celebrate death, and it's just part, part of it. Yeah, and like I think it's in Mauritius. I mean, they like dig grandma up every year. I think we've spoken about mm. it before. They dig up the corpse every year and have a party around it. Yeah, it's interesting <laughs> what you said, George, about. Um, your instinct, it felt to me to say when I asked you about uh, the person you lost when you were 18, your instinct was like, oh, she wasn't like a close friend or whatever. And I think that's a really fascinating thing that I've never talked about, which is when I was at school, a guy in the year above died of meningitis. And there was an element of me that was like, I don't know how much I'm allowed to be affected by this. And it felt a little bit to me like when you talked like that, it was like, I don't feel like I should be able to say it affected me as much as it did the group because you weren't as close. Do you see what I mean? Whereas in reality, it should just... No, but I mean, that. I think that's where the conversation I'm interested in comes, which is like, if you're thinking so much about it where you're double bluffing or like double bluffing yourself, almost saying like, am I allowed to feel affected by this? Then that's probably where it comes in what you're talking about in terms of being British and not having had any discussion about how you should just be able to naturally emote what you're feeling. Yeah. When I went to secondary school, like there was there was a guy who'd been at my primary school who who was several years older and he'd gone to the same second I went to a boarding school and, and, and he uh like someone someone had got a message to him and he'd come down to meet me on my first day and went, oh, I heard you went to South Bank, you know, da 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 like just to let That's you know so I'm nice. around and it was really nice and all the rest of it. And then he died quite soon. And I didn't know him and he didn't really particularly look out for me. Or what, you know, we, nothing more than just every time we see each other, hey, how you doing kind of thing. Mm. But that really spun me out. The fact he, mm. like, I suppose because maybe that was the first time like a young person had died who I'd known. And, 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 and that certainly, uh, that always stuck with me and always made me feel a bit weird and kind of like just that, re- that, that bit you realise about transience and, and yeah. um, 
and and I suppose you know like definitely the whole you know I'd been out the night then I remember you know giving the girl a kiss goodbye at, at you know midnight or whatever and then and then at eight o'clock in the morning I found out she was dead you know so definitely it was a very strange thing I just meant like it wasn't like my you know sister or my yeah. brother you know and and so I, you know, there was other people who literally you know it, it was you know turned their life upside yeah. down mm. it, it actually happened yesterday to me like a friend don't know him that well but we've known each other for a long time a, a little bit and I know his wife pretty well and he dropped dead over the weekend oh. and he's only like in his 40s or something we weren't close or anything but th the fact that i know his wife and his kids and stuff it really hit me because it wasn't expected so it was just so sad for them you know and when something's so unexpected you just it really fucking hits you because we're not thinking about death day to day we're just like we're all gonna live forever we're all yeah. you know and that's kind of a nice thing but also for us but it's also problematic when it does get you isn't it? you know i still think like, it's interesting i still think it's interesting that you again your instinct was like we weren't close or anything but it's like i feel like that's almost like the british way or maybe the human way to be like we need yeah. to contextualize that oh it's you know much mm. harder for other people and of course it is i get that but it's like we sh may maybe what george was talking about in terms of you know, if if there are ways like your foundation can help with where we're all just able to feel totally free about talking about death in whichever mm. small or larger way that it hits us, then then that will make things a little less British feeling about it all, maybe. Yeah. Don't know. We're all a bit uptight and lost and everyone's an anxious and fucked because of the world. You know, and like <laughs> the ideal way to live would be to just like enjoy every moment, be in the moment have a nice time and then you know be happy with your lot and then die and be be all right with it and be prepared for it but we're all just you know i don't know like me just making shit memes on instagram and not dealing with any <laughs> making great knit memes great memes Love. right great that, that george's partner really that's, loves yeah, yeah. George, that george really loves yeah well, and george does too gonna be my new uh sort of tagline on my bio yeah <laughs> really great memes george lamb yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes, so I can be on your Edinburgh poster, yeah. uh, George. I'm assuming, based on what you said, but maybe it's a wrong assumption that you're not that you're not thinking this is going to be a religious service of any of any uh, part. Uh, no, d d definitely not. Um, I would like. Uh, who was it who played? Who who um, was it? Peter Cook who did Maui Maui in. Um, I haven't seen that. In uh, what was uh, what was that for? Princess Bride. He like he had, a, he had an amazing cameo uh, as a as a like kind of pantomime priest. I would definitely if he was still around, I would I would like him to ordain it. He was he was great value. I'd quite get him in on a hologram now. You can do that. You can get like a two pack kit. <laughs> yeah, can't yeah, you? yeah, You can go to one. So yeah, we get him in a hologram. Yeah. Like that. Uh, Kim oh, yeah. Kardashian's dad. Um, that Kanye. That oh yeah, Kanye that was fucked up. Did what that? did he do? So Kim's birthday and is her dad dead? Her dad yes. died like twenty years ago. Fuck he was he all. was the guy who he was the guy who uh, repped OJ Simpson. Ah, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Kanye, because he's a completely normal bloke, decided <laughs> to spend a lot of money on getting this like CGI version of her dad talking with an actor's voice who had a similar voice to him saying like hey kim i'm really proud of you and proud of everything you've done and uh, what a freak yeah. show and then the worst bit about it was like i'm really happy with the guy you've married and then, <laughs> and then but she because she's a lunatic american was like i love this i love i love it so much i'm so happy you got me this it was so fucked up I mean, what do you expect with them too? And two? within a year, they were filing for divorce, funnily enough. Yeah. But I don't know if that's necessarily got anything to do with it. Would you have anyone giving um, readings or speeches, George? I mean, it's, it's a bit of a, uh, what is it? They, you know, like a, 
a poison chalice chalice or something like yeah. that giving people like you know doing readings at your at your funeral my dad loves doing i mean it'd be sad for my dad to have to go through it <laughs> but my dad has like kind of like one uh like main it was his, it was his first ever audition piece that he got uh, he got a part on and, and like you know he, he pulls it out any or given opportunity he does this poem called albert and the lion and uh that's his. That's his. Uh, that's his thing. Self tape, like, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're getting it like whatever, whatever. <laughs> Dead is he? I'll do Albert and the Lion. Do you know what I mean? What is it like? Like uh, uh, you know, six months at the RSC. Right, I'll give you Albert and the Lion then. You know, like so. Yeah, I'd like. I'd like him to get up there and do that, and you know, bring the house down. Basically, that's good. I think if like if you died tomorrow, you know, I don't want you to because you know, feel like we might be friends. Would be good press but for this, like to be would, honest, yeah. George. So if you wouldn't mind. But I think if if it was like publicised, TV's George Lamb is going to be burnt on this hill tomorrow. Yeah. I reckon the public would turn up. If if it was like if we were 2010, I feel like we would have got quite a few people up the hill. I'm not <laughs> sure how many are going up the hill now, but a lot of us are still around. Do we remember you, man? Okay, cool. They could yeah. have done a, like a T4 at the funeral in 2010. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yes, now right. you're talking. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. actually did a weird. I mean, either this is real or I remember it oddly, but they did a weird funeral show where they pretended Dale Winton had died or something. And he did die. No, he did die like years later. But they did an actual show where they it wasn't, pretended... It wasn't, they weren't pretending. Yeah. Where they pretended it was... I think it was him it's who they pretended died. And weirdly, died. he was like best mates with like Graham Souness, the former football what? manager. And he was Dale Winton is best mates with Graham Souness. So. Well, Winton's also from Liverpool, or from Liverpool where Souness played. Souness is like the most miserable man in the world. He really is. He really is. How can they be friends? Dale was like a lovely... Jolly rubbery faced lunatic. Anyone who's lived in Liverpool, they're all friends. We know that. My I family shared a lift with Dale Winton and that nonce from Lost Profits. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I was in the hospital club. I was doing a gig with my old band and I got in the lift. Dale Winton was in it. I was like, fucking hell, Dale Winton. And then that nonce from Lost Profits got in. And about a week later, it was like, he's in jail. I was like, yeah, what? what a, what are the chances? What band we could have made? Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's it's H from Steps who really suffered from all that. I think uh, we know. Yeah, he got br- his windows bricked, didn't he? Yeah. What what did he have H- to do with H it? H from he Steps. His name. real name is Ian Watkins. Oh, leave it out. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't know that? No. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. what? So then people were breaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old H from Steps. Poor H. But still, all publicity is good publicity, Remember right? I don't know if it is actually. No, I don't, I don't think, think so. No, that's <laughs> don't the think one so. case it's not. Um. Before we leave, just a couple more questions, George. Thank you so much for coming on. You're, I feel like you've alluded to your, this being one giant festival, but I think you mentioned a two-day, a big wake. Everyone just getting absolutely on it. Um, you know, I like, you know, I like to, I like to party. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I think it's important. Well, I like partridges as well. What about food? Because uh, you're, you're growing food now. Do you yeah, want, yeah, I'm do growing food. Yeah. Do you yeah, want yeah, some yeah. like the? I would get all my favourite chefs up there just rustling up, man, and just you know delivering. So really good food and and um, and really good music. Great sound system, like proper yeah. heavy duty. Fu- In fact, actually, I was going to say Function One, but my mate's been working on this thing called Polygon. I think for the last with L Acoustics, been like making this 3D sound thing. Right. Um, where basically you can get like high just from standing in the, the place. So so you make like this amazing dome of, of music. And that gets you high. Yeah, they like this. It's, it's like 3D sound. It's bonkers. It costs millions and millions and millions of pounds. Um, you have to like, so if you wanted to play a record on it, you have to go in and, and remix uh, every record right, down okay. basically. So it works on. And, and so you're in here and all of a sudden you're like, boom, 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 you know, like. 
Yeah, so so maybe oh, something that, that as well. Amazing. Yeah, no, well, where really can cool. we have a go? If that's going to cost you millions of pounds, you're going to need a sponsor for this wedding, George. You, you don't, uh, as in they spent millions of pounds <laughs> developing the program, not as in you have to. <laughs> Every spend time you book yeah, it yeah, for yeah, an yeah, event, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There yeah, is like a, a frequency problem. <laughs> that hit, if it hits you at the right decibels of that will make you shit yourself. Sounds There's it. a frequency <laughs> that'll make you instantly cry. There's all those things, you know. Yeah. That should be explored. Sam, have yeah. you ever written a song? Why don't we purposely designed to make people shit themselves? Yes, I've written a few, but they don't work. And maybe that will be. Maybe that's what we should have. Like just a whole kind of gamut of, of different. Everyone shitting themselves at your funeral. Yeah. Hour by hour, a different response. Yeah. Um, and then a hologram of me coming up, going ah, yeah, got you, yeah. you That would really definitely. Good. That would definitely work. Uh, George, the final question that we ask all of our guests: How do you want to be remembered? <coughs> COVID. Don't worry, I literally had a test as before I come out of the house, so I definitely don't have COVID. If, You've got it now. <laughs> yeah. So if I die, it's because of these two fuckers. Um, how do I want to be remembered? Um, <clears throat> young George Clooney. I was young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a thinking man's George Clooney. Yeah. No, I, I, um, I was a good person, and I, and I uh, lived, uh, you know, and I lived, I live well, and I, and I, and I, you know. I experienced a lot of things and and hopefully uh, helped a lot of people and um, and and went out at peace with myself and you know who I am and you know why I'm here and all the rest of it. So uh, that's the only thing. Like I worry, you know, like I've, I've said it to my dad before. You know, like you've got to make peace with yourself before you go. So yeah, and uh, and I think that's important. And and you know, I don't, I don't, I definitely haven't like kind of ascended into. Um, a different realm just yet, but I'm I'm definitely on my path to making peace with myself. Good. And most importantly, get the Gypsy Kings at your funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George, thank you so much for Thanks coming lot, on. George. Honestly, been yeah. a, a a really amazing guest. Is there anything you'd like to plug before you go grow, maybe, or anything else? Yeah, definitely. Uh, check out, check us out. We're we're uh, at We Are Grow, and then lots of underscores on Instagram and and uh, We Are Grow org on uh, on interweb and uh <laughs> i'm gonna be uh asking george for a job as well vom's gonna yeah. be you could come down and do yeah. uh you could do some volunteering with vom yeah, <laughs> i'm surprised he didn't ask if he could dj at your funeral he usually didn't, does didn't say didn't say volunteering because i don't really have a job so yeah we'll come down and <laughs> pick some carrots all day do, um, s- do yeah. some work yeah i'll basically. do some actual la- graft but yeah um you have to pay me the minimum wage okay eight, cool eight pound twenty eight pound twenty seven yeah. according yeah. to what uber drivers are getting from today Eight pounds. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. Um, guys, make sure you go to grow uh, on Instagram. I believe it's only one underscore based on what I saw three, before. Three, three. Is it three, actually? Three. Yeah. Someone else had had uh... <laughs> grow underscore underscore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so grow and uh, th- uh, we are grow and yeah. three underscores. Uh, make sure you check that out. Also follow us on Instagram at Pod. It's your funeral. Also subscribe to us. Drop us a comment and rating Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening to us. And send us any of your funny funeral stories. Email address is Pod. It's your funeral at gmail.com. Also follow at Vom Cruz on Instagram if you want some dirty, dirty curated memes. Uh, and listen to my other podcast, Almost Famous. And we'll be back next time with another episode of It's Your Funeral. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. 
Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.